of the SPP, the Sunday Punch podcast here. You know, I should probably look at the episodes uh, before I record these now. I don't know where we are. I haven't known where where we are in the last uh, few episodes here. As you can tell, my voice is uh, is a little gone. Uh, had a, quite a weekend, quite a weekend of sports here, party people. Um, a little agenda for the show today, we can... Um, <clears throat> in case you want to skip ahead, um, I'm going to talk about a story about, well, a fellow named Mark, who I met at the bar uh, with friends for the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight. Uh, spoiler alert, one of the best fights I've ever seen. Then we'll get into, um, well, we'll do a quick Gators reaction and then uh, we'll get into just quick reactions on the uh, NFL football games. Uh, we'll do the classic pretenders versus contenders. It's a new series I'm working on for the SBP where I actually don't list any pretenders. I, um, I start with contenders, and then I, uh, I get bored, and then I just don't do the pretenders portion. But it's a really good segment of the SPP. So stick around for that, and then... Um, We'll, uh, I don't know what we'll do at the end. Fuck it. I mean, we'll probably just, we'll probably drive off the road here quickly and, uh, you know, spiral out of control. So let's start off with, (laughs) all right, Saturday night. Dude. So we go to a little place called Fado. I think that's how you pronounce it. I was calling it Fado, and then someone was like, (laughs) it's called Fado. They actually corrected me, like, with that tone, which is always a nice thing to do. And uh, we go for the fight. It's me, my new coworker, Charlie, uh, his buddy, um, Anna Danielle. I Oh, I probably shouldn't have said her full name. Forget that. Forget that last portion. Um, and then who else is there? Oh, my buddy uh, Julian, who uh, you may have seen on other on the past episode. He came on after the uh, UFC fight. Great analysis. Uh, trains at UFC. Trains in UFC or all trains in whatever. I don't know what the discipline is. Maybe it's jujitsu. Maybe it's something else. But now he's training in boxing. He uh, trains people in boxing. He's a fighter. Let's just put it out there. He's a fighter. He came with uh, some of his crew. So we had a a pretty big crew. We walk in. I immediately go to the bar, try and get a drink. Now, now keep in mind that, you know, we got to do this like um, like we're true detective here. We got to keep a time frame because otherwise you're going to think, you know, oh, yeah, you know. This guy that I'm about to introduce you to starts drinking, you know, throughout the night. No, no, no. Let's start with a time frame. I get there. I try and get a drink. I'm sitting at the bar at Fidel. And I look over, and this older gentleman looks straight at me. And he says, you're a degenerate. (laughs) 
to which I was like, wait, do you follow the SPP hosted by a doctor and a degenerate? Well, really just hosted by a degenerate now. Um, but he looked at me. He saw in my soul, right? And so all I could say back, you know, I don't want to start a fight at the, like, first moment I walk into Fidel. So instead of being like, what the fuck you say to me? I just say, thank you, sir. And I reach out and I go to shake his hand. And I think he uh, he was pleased with that response. I think he might have been trying to start a fight initially. But he was like, oh, damn, I wasn't expecting a thank you, sir, and a handshake. So, of course, in thanks, in tribute to me, he says, let me buy you a shot of Jameson. And, you know, going out that night, I was thinking to myself, all right, I don't want to drink a lot tonight. So if you've ever met a functioning alcoholic, you'll know that we all say that and then the opportunity presents itself and you're just like, well, fuck it. So I said, okay, I'll take a shot of JMO, sir. And he buys me a shot of Jameson and he begins to tell me a story about, you know, how he's allowed to go out at night uh, with his buddies and his wife allows him to get as crazy as he wants. That's guy time. His wife's name is Dana. That's key for the rest of the story. And I was like, Dana, not my Dana. And um, wait a second. I'm taking a sip of a little Woodford Reserve here. Really, really heals the throat. <sighs> Better than the Jameson shot, may I say. And uh, <clears throat> Mark is his name. He introduces himself. He's telling me about how his wife lets him go out, blah, blah, blah. So then the girl I'm with is standing there, and then he, like, launches in, which becomes a a theme for the rest of the night. When he says something dirty, he put his hands over her ears and says, you know, oh, earmuffs, because I'm about to say something horrendous. But he would just keep his hands over her ears for, like, five minutes at a time and you know so I let it go the first time let it go the second time like third time I'm like all right dude like you know she's a grown woman she can hear you say the f word if if she wants to like can you can you stop putting earmuffs on her every five seconds for five minute intervals at a time so anyway he's going off on you know how he's allowed to go out blah blah get crazy and in my mind at this point in time I'm thinking you know what when I'm 50, or however old Mark was, I, I'm going to want to be invited into like a group of younger people and them not to be like looking around and being like, what the fuck, get this guy out of here. Like I, I wanted to be accepting. Like That was my charity work. Instead of actually giving the charity or, or uh, volunteering my time, I like to um, make older drunk men feel uh, like they're part of the group. That's my charity. And so, he's going up, blah, blah, blah. He then buys me, he's like, you want another shot of JMO, don't you? And I was like, nah, we'll wait till we get up there. He's like, no, I'm buying you one. And so, at that point, I'm like, okay, this is my second shot of Jameson, and I have a double vodka soda, which is always a good mix, by the way. And I was like, okay, well, I didn't, because 
he was basically forcing me. Like, he bought the shot. Like, what am I going to be like? No. Sir, no. You put that down. Like, again, I'm doing my charity work. I'm Mother Teresa. And uh, so I take another shot. That's when my buddy Charlie gets there. And he's like, so now a new person has entered the conversation. And what do you do when a new person enters the conversation? You say, you want a shot at Jameson. So, so let's keep counting here. And by the way, this is within 20 minutes. <laughs> All of this is happening within 20 minutes. So the earmuffs, five-minute periods, intervals, he did that three times. That was 15 minutes. Um, but by the way, she could hear everything. Spoiler alert, earmuffs don't work. Uh, so he gets there, and so I'm just like, God, just take it, because I was like, okay, new person comes, that's fine. The thing is, Mark is also taking a shot every time we take a shot. So, three shots of Jama, and then right before we take a pause, he tells me where him and his wife got married. Um, He tells me that he bet $1,000 on Tyson Fury to win the fight after round six. So, spoiler alert, you know he won that bet. If he remembers it, another spoiler alert coming for for the end of the story here. And so, Mark's telling me where he, you know, got married to his wife, blah, blah, the first time where they had sex, blah, blah. You know, d- details that I really need to know about. Like, I was when I was talking to Mark at Fado, and I was just going into this night thinking I'm going to watch the fight, I thought, I really hope... A 50-year-old man tells me where him and his wife had sex for the first time. That's what I'm trying to get out of tonight. So then they they basically make an announcement, or Mark knew when we could go upstairs and and Fidel. They have a second story is when they they say, okay, everybody can come upstairs and watch the the prelim fights and, and get your tables now, right? Right, So they make that announcement. Mark then says, all right, one more shot before we go up. Four shots of Jameson. I've had Mark's head. Charlie, I think it was on two. His buddy, Monty, came at that point. So he got one, right? So I took it again. I don't know what I'm doing, okay? I was just like, okay, well, I'm getting free shots of Jameson. This... Never happens to me. I mean, I swear, if I was a girl, I'd be fucking wasted all the time, probably. I was only accepting the drinks because they were free. I was like, well, this is never going to happen again. But if I was a girl, that happens all the time, right? So I'd just be a fucking lush if I was a chick. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I'll take another shot. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, blah, blah. No wonder, like, you see, like, the white girl wasted chicks at, like, UF tailgates. It's because every guy is buying them shots and, like, free? Anyways... Four shot of Jamil. Then they, they head up. Mark has joined our group at this point. He has decided that he has joined our group. Charlie, Monty, and Mark head up. I forget that I have to close out my tab, so I say, wait a second. You know, you guys head up. I'm going to close out my tab. I close out my tab. I head up. My buddy Julian's already there with a large group of people, already got a table, beautiful situation. So I'm like, well, let me go get my buddy Charlie and Monty. And I guess Mark, right, because I'm still trying to do my charity work. 
Mark is at the bar upstairs with Charlie and Monty getting double shots of Jameson. And he took two. So four downstairs, plus, by the way, a couple Stella beers. Four shots of Jameson downstairs. Two double shots of Jameson upstairs. Okay, four, six, eight shots of Jamo. Within, I swear to God, within 35 minutes, this man has taken eight shots of Jameson. (laughs) I mean, he's drinking like it's the end of the world. It's like someone just told Mark, the world is going to end. How do you want to go out? And he's like, I want to go out fucked up. And so I'm like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, wait a second. This guy. So I don't know what I'm thinking. I'm just like, hey, my buddy Julian's got a table. We're going to be over there. They finally close out. They come back. Dude, Mark is a different human from when he was downstairs 15 minutes ago. He comes over and I like, I'm trying to like change because he's starting to say like some weird shit. You know how 50. He's starting to say some weird shit. I didn't think that him telling me where him and his wife had sex the first time within five minutes of mi- of meeting me was weird. I didn't think that was weird. But so he starts to say weird things, even in my book, The Complete Weirdo. He's like talking about, I don't even know what. He's just like, you know, you know when someone's starting to say weird shit and you're like trying to change the conversation. So you ask any like mundane question. So I knew that he had bet on Tyson Fury. So I'm like, all right, let me change the subject here. I was like, hey, Mark, what's the easiest sport to bet on? You know, because I'm like, oh, he bets. So he'll like this will distract him from talking about his wife's tits. That's what he was saying. He was like, my wife's got double D titties. And I'm like. Dude, no one, first of all, we're not like 15 anymore. Nobody cares. <laughs> you know how many boobs I've seen in my life? It's like boring. Anyways, he's talking about his wife's tits. So I'm like, all right, let me change the subject. Cause like people are like looking at him weird. His eyes are glazed over. He looks like a fucking great white shark after like it fucking smells blood and finding Nemo. And I said, Mark, what's the easiest sport to bet on? He literally looks at me like I just asked him, like, can I fuck your wife, dude? No, no, seriously, can I? He looks at me like that, right? Like, what the fuck did you just say? He leans over on the table, like within, I would say, within a foot from my face, (laughs) And he stands like that, looking at me, I swear to God, for one full minute, 60 seconds, 60 seconds, he just stares, Charlie, Monty, Anna are all looking at him like, what is, what's he gonna say? (laughs) Let's keep in mind what the question was, right? He says, I say, Mark... (laughs) What is the easiest sport to bet on? He leans over. He does the full minute of staring at me, right? And then he just says, look, this guy, this guy's dick. (laughs) He looks at Charlie. This guy's dick, 
bigger than yours. <laughs> so his answer to the question, what is the easiest sport to bet on, is this guy's dick is bigger than yours. <laughs> And then immediately it changes the subject, and it was just like, and my wife's so fucking hot, dude. Like, you, you, dude, you don't even know. Like, my wife's so fucking hot. And then he looks at Charlie, and he says, don't even think about it. <laughs> don't think, think about what? Like, tracking down his 50-year-old wife? Meanwhile, Charlie's 22. Charlie, at 22, is, and he said it, like, seriously, is going to track down Mark, the 50-year-old's wife, and, like, hook up with her. Like, what? So, anyways, he sits down. He starts making... By the way, he, he then orders another round of shots for me and him. I guess he's angry at Charlie and everybody else now because, you know, they're trying to fuck his wife. He orders another round of shots. Let's keep tabs here. He's at eight. He's gone to nine. Nine shots of Jameson, people. He gives me one. I'm still the the white girl wasted chick. I'm still the girl at the fucking nightclub. I'm like, okay, I'll do another. Like, what's what could go wrong here? He's only had eight. Um, so he takes another full shot with me. And I can't even finish my shot because I'm like, you know, a pussy. He takes what's remaining in my shot glass, pours it in his shot glass, and then takes the rest of that. Bear in mind, the first preliminary fight has just started. In my mind, I'm thinking, this guy might die literally in front of us tonight. And I'm like, well, you know, it's a good story, you know, good for the cast. I'm like, like, let them die. I, you know, I'll, 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 I'll watch a death for the podcast. And uh, he, but instead of dying, he starts making this like face, like he just, he just like ate like nine warheads, and like became Donald Trump at the same time. Like his lips, like he's sitting there not watching the fights. By the way. He's just taken his ninth shot of JMO and finished his fifth Stella in 40 minutes. And he's sitting there with like this, I just, I just ate nine warheads and I'm Donald Trump. He's sitting there like this. You got to watch the video. I mean, if you're listening to this, you got to watch the video later. I'm already at 20 minutes. I'm never going to get to the fucking NFL. He's sitting there with his warhead face. At this point in time, I'm like, oh, wait, oh, wait a second. My buddy Julian and his friends probably think that Mark is, like, literally, like, my dad, my uncle, someone I invited. So I text Julian under the table. I say, yo, dude, by the way, I don't know this dude, so feel free to kick this guy out <laughs> whenever you want. I had lost all my charity, my compassion. And it really went out the window because then one of Julian's friends, who happens to be a female, comes, sits down. And you know that a 50-year-old man near an attractive female after nine shots of JMO and five Stellas is immediately going to be distracted by her. And so he leaves, like, stops paying attention to all of us and uh, starts, like, talking to her. So that's when I, like, look at Julian. I'm like, yeah, you can kick this guy out. So then Mark... Goes, leaves, right? We think he's, like, dead. 
it turns out he's just getting a full another round, another tray of Jameson shots. I swear to God, this guy was like Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas. And he, so I thought, like, because Julian had already talked to the security and said, get this guy, we don't know this guy, like, kick him out. So I thought he was already kicked out. He comes back with this full tray of Jameson shots. Security guard runs over. Now, bear in mind, I realized that they allowed him to buy the full tray of uh, Jameson shots so they could make even more money on this guy and then kick him out, which is, like, one of the most brutal moves I've ever seen. Speaking of whiskey, let me take a sip of my Woodford. Mark comes over to this tray of of whiskey. Security guard comes over. She's like, security guard's a female. We're in 2021, people. Um, Security comes over. She's like, okay, sir, you need to leave. Mark says nothing. By the way, he's already cross-eyed by this point. It looks like his face was, like, attacked by warheads. Like, he's his lips and scrunched up. His eyes are crossed over, but also, like, a shade of black, like a great white shark after it's smelled blood. He doesn't say anything. He picks up one more shot of JMO, takes it, and leaves. And I don't know what happened to Mark. He's probably dead. To be honest, he's probably dead because I don't know how that guy, one, ordered an Uber home. You know he ain't driving home. If he he drove home, he's dead. But I don't think he could even, like, function to work a cell phone. He probably wandered out in the street, and I don't know what happened. I tried to look him up on Facebook. I can't find him. I mean, the only information I have is 52-year-old guy who went to Fado one time and, uh, you know, has apparently a hot wife named Dana. That's what I tried to look up, but I couldn't find him, so he's probably dead. But what a a character and what a night. I got to move on from this story, but I just thought I'd share it with you. Um, Anything else that he did that was super funny? I know I'm probably missing something. But anyway, let's get to the fight. Um, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, what a what a matchup. I mean, the best fight I've I like in memory. Whew, is there another fight that I thought was really good? Well, Lo- other than Logan other than Logan Paul, obviously. But um probably the Colby the uh Colby Covington Usman fight. I mean, boxing and UFC are different, but that one was highly entertaining. That was probably the best fight I've seen in a long time. But moving on, Deontay Wilder, you know, came up with 19,000 conspiracy theories before he uh, finally had his rematch. I mean, we had COVID, we had the whole thing, so they couldn't get their rematch immediately. He won a, a... mediation. He got his rematch. He had 19 conspiracy theories. I'll tell you what, he came in and even though he got knocked down, he got back up and he showed some real fight and he even knocked down Fury again twice. And then they were really slugging at it until the 11th round when he got knocked out. But I don't think it's really bad for either fighters. I thought they both showed a ton of heart. Look, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight right now. He's the best heavyweight since Mike Tyson, I mean, since Holyfield. So I don't know what's next for him. Anthony Joshua, you know, he's going to have to get his rematch. Who knows what's next for Tyson Fury, but right now he's the best. 
Deontay Wilder broke a knuckle in his uh, hand, so he's going to be out for at least a, a, probably a year. But I think he'll come back. He should fight somebody. I mean, he's 35, but I think he can fight two, three more fights, and then he can have his one last chance. If Tyson Fury wants it, Tyson Fury might retire, but um, I'd love to see the fourth. I think it's. I think it warrants a fourth. I think it's highly entertaining. They hate each other at this point in time. And just bravo to a fantastic fight. And uh, I'm glad I went out. I'm glad. I mean, you know what? I'm glad I met Mark. Uh, <laughs> what a story. What a character. And uh, congrats to both those fighters. I don't want to do like a full breakdown, but man, what a, what a fight that was. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I was kind of a psychopath when, um, when Wilder knocked him down the first time I went nuts because you know I'm I always go for the underdog and uh I thought he was gonna win I really did but as soon as that round ended I knew Fury would the thing with boxing is like once you get a rest in the corner like your brain like starts working again I don't know I'll tell you what if you watch that fight and you still want to be a boxer you're out of your mind I mean those guys' brains have to be just battered. I don't want to see their CT scans. Not that they would allow me. Um, okay, let's get to the NFL. Oh, I, I, I told in the agenda, I said a quick uh, UF. So before that fight, I went to uh, Bounce Sporting Club for the uh, Gator game. It was, um, you know, we played Vanderbilt. There's about eight people at the bar. Um, usually it's packed with Gator fans, but awful loss. At 11 a.m. versus Vanderbilt, there was eight people there, which shows who the true UF Gator fans are, by the way. Woot, woot. Let's ride. Um, I don't know. I don't know about the... I don't know if the Gators are good, bad, whatever. Um, We're going to find out. I think they beat the brakes off LSU. We're going to find out versus Georgia. There might have been a little bit of look ahead. These, look, these guys, nowadays with social media, everything, they probably were feeling themselves before Kentucky. They were looking ahead in the schedule to LSU and Georgia. That's probably why they lost to Kentucky. I didn't watch the Kentucky game. I was at a wedding in Seattle, as you know, so I don't know how they looked. I still think Anthony Richardson needs to play more. Moving on. Uh, NFL, let's do some quick reactions. Yeah. Um, quick reaction. First off, John Gruden, let's get it out of the way. Uh, yeah, should be fired, said terrible, terrible things in emails. Um, but the NFL is a funny place, you know, it's like, I wonder if he was five and oh, if he would have been fired, you know, and they were dominant. I don't know, because the NFL is funny like that. It's like Tyreek Hill choked your pregnant wife and punched her. But you can run a 4-3, so get your butt in there. Antonio Brown, you threw out something off your balcony, almost killed a three-year-old, and you sexually harass women, and you then try and blackmail them through DMs. But you can catch a football. Get out there. Ray Rice, you got caught on, on video. Terrell Suggs, you dragged a woman from a car by her hair. But you're in the Hall of Fame. But I'm just saying, 
I'm just saying, the NFL's a weird place where stuff like this... I mean, they're still cavemen. Look through any of the emails. Like, uh, the former Chiefs uh, offensive lineman came out and said, I'd love to see other people's uh, emails if they really did a a deep dive. There'd be no one... I bet you the NFL is such a caveman sport They'd just be like, we're investigating all emails. The next day, they'd be like, there's no more head coaches. We fired them all. I, I bet you all these guys are nuts. Remember that Miami uh, Miami Dolphins coach who was like snorting cocaine off the desk and sent into a stripper girlfriend? He's like, look what you do to me. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about you. He did like nine lines of cocaine before a team meeting. Kudos. It might have been Mark. I can't remember that guy's face. Maybe that was Mark. Maybe I met the guy who did that last night. Anyways. Um, <coughs> or uh, what about uh, Rex Ryan? He's like, oh, look at your feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I smell your feet? Although that was with his wife. So I get. I don't. How did that video get out? How does any of this get out? I don't know. John Gruden. I don't want to be caught on a clip here. No. You know what? Fuck John Gruden. I used to like John Gruden. If you watch previous episodes. Because he was a complete clown. And would make up nicknames on Monday Night Football. And he would like pronounce guys names weird. He'd be like. I don't know about this Tony Gonzalez fella. But fuck him. You know what? Good riddance. The only thing I slightly feel bad about is I don't think that guy knows what to do without football. I think he lives, breathes, everything football. I don't know. I mean, he's never going to get another job again. But moving on, I don't want to spend too much time on it. He got fired, rightly so. Goodbye. Um, Let's do some quick reactions here, bro. NFL. NFL, quick reactions, and then quick previews, maybe? I don't know. Fuck it. Fuck it. NFL week uh, five. Oh, by the way, fantasy team is fucking murdering it. Thank you to uh, the Brazilian girl who chose my fantasy team. Thank you very much. But, my God, do I wish I had Dalvin Cook instead of Austin Eckler. I mean, I got shit on so bad for that pick. Fuck all my league. You know why I let Brazilians uh, choose my team? Because I can't lose. God's on my side. Let's do some quick reactions. Last night, let's go backwards. Colts, Ravens, the dark night, he came back, did what no other quarterback's ever done, 86% completion percentage on over 40 passes. I love Lamar Jackson. I kind of I kind of want to buy a Lamar Jackson jersey. I haven't bought a jersey in 10 years. I kind of want to buy a Lamar Jackson jersey. The Colts, losers lose. Losers find a way to lose. Winners find a way to win. That's what the Ravens did to them. Uh, moving on, Bills Chiefs didn't watch it. Went to a comedy show instead, but I called it. I knew the Bills would beat the brakes off the Chiefs. The Chiefs got no defense. You're a, look, the thing you can't do in the NFL 
is rely on reputation. Look at the look at NFL teams like an Excel spreadsheet. Take all the names off. You could have seen that Bills butt whooping coming from a mile away. The Chiefs aren't that good. Moving on. 49ers Cardinals. Uh Cardinals are trying to give that game away. 49ers Trey Trey Lance looks like the rawest 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 form of Colin Kaepernick. I don't mean that in any political way. He literally like plays the same style of when Colin Kaepernick was really good, but he's not even nearly as good as Colin Kaepernick. I think the 49ers reached. I don't think Trey Lance is very good. Moving on. Giants, Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are, uh, I'm calling it now, Cowboys are a Super Bowl team. Uh, Browns, Chargers, another. By the way, we went to Old Crow for the Browns-Chargers game, and... um, What a fuck! It would reminded me of the heavyweight title fight we watched uh, the the night before. I mean, the Browns Browns are a good team. I don't know about Baker, but man, they're a good team. Uh, I love the head coach, um, but I think the Chargers are even better. I mean, obviously, but the Chargers are hot. And they don't even give a fuck that no no fans for the Chargers show up to home Chargers games. That was a Browns, fully Browns game. And uh, man, what a game that was. But again, goes back to my point. Losers find a way to lose. That's what the Browns did. They broke some sort of record that had never, like teams that score over 40 and don't turn the ball over have never lost ever in 100 years. Browns, losers, find a way to lose. That's what they did. I think the Browns bounce back versus the Cardinals next week. Um, we're not on that section yet, Adam. Calm down. Um, and, by the way, my boy, Austin Eckler, fucking love him. I, I'm in love with Austin Eckler. It's a problem. We're going backwards, right? Okay. Oh, another thing, another hilarious thing at the Browns bar. If you really get so into football that literally your wife wants to leave the table, which is what happened. I think it was, maybe he was autistic and it was like his caregiver. But this one guy was literally reacting to the Browns Chargers game. We were at the Browns bar, so he was obviously a Browns fan. When the Chargers did anything, he would yell out, he would like a rebel yell, like, like fucking, uh, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Idol. Hit a rebel, yeah. Every time the Chargers would, would score, he'd be like, yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then, um, they did call, I will give it to him. They called a fucking ludicrous pass interference call on the Browns. And, uh, very next play. <laughs> Something happened, whatever. It was just a normal play, incompletion. This guy gets up, screams at full volume in the Browns bar. I mean, it was a loud bar, but, like, all the other tables were like, is this guy going to fucking, like, shoot up the place? He screams, where's the flag on that, bitch? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, dude, get, a, like, a JMO shot. Where's Mark? Let's get you a JMO shot and calm you down. To which, obviously, me, Charlie, Monty, and this other guy, David, that I went with, turned that into, literally, we said that a million times. From then on out, we just kept saying, where's the flag on that bitch? Where's the flag on that bitch? 
And then, of course, we added an accent to it moving on. You know, this, this is what we do. Uh, Bears Raiders. I don't, was the Raiders... Are the Raiders... The Raiders suck now. Like, I, I like the Raiders, and now they suck. It might have been the Gruden thing. Who knows? I don't think players actually get affected by that shit. So, um, I don't know. I know one thing. The Bears aren't good. So I mean, the Bears defense is good. I just love watching Matt Nagy who now has no other responsibility other than, like, hey, dip shit with the visor on. Just sit there with the fucking clipboard and clap periodically, you fucking idiot. Offensive guru Matt Nagy, uh, play-calling duties taken away. He does nothing now. Can we fire this fuck? Broncos, Steelers. I picked the Broncos. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I mean... I thought the Steelers were fucking toast. And then out of nowhere, whatever. Titans, Jaguars. The Jags are a fucking mess, dude. Uh, Urban Meyer is going to get fired within two games. Have you ever heard of a coach not flying back with the team so that he could get wasted at his own fucking bar and fondle co-eds? Again... I don't think any of the players care about it, but it's like, dude, what the fuck? Talk about guy that needs to get fired. Um, Saints-Washington. <clears throat> I chose Washington. I don't know. The, all of these games, like the Saints-Washington and uh, Broncos-Steelers are complete toss-ups. They're, all, of the, all of these teams are completely inconsistent. Washington's defense sucks, by the way. I, I thought they were going to be really good. They suck. Eagles-Panthers. Panthers were fucking... Just, I mean, the Eagles couldn't, the Eagles had like 40 yards, and then I left to go to Old Crow, I show up, and Charlie's like, Eagles won, I'm like, I don't know what happened there, fucking magic happened, I don't know, Lions, losers lose, find a way to lose, Um, Dan Campbell cried, (laughs) I I, I just want to win a game, man, Um, Patriots, Texans, dude, Talk about rookie QBs, the Texans Mills fella. He might he might be the best of the bunch. Hot take. Jets Falcons never bet on a London game. Um, never bet on the Jets. Um, the, I mean, what London Falcons Jets? I mean, if you watch that game, you got you got problems. I mean, you, you seriously got problems if you woke up early to watch Jets Falcons London. You have issues. Put down the fucking remote and get to a gym. And then uh, Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks are a major problem. I don't think the Rams are as good as people think, though. I watched that full game, and I was not impressed by the Rams. And the Seahawks, they're in trouble. Geno Smith sucks. Um, quick preview here. Uh, game of the week will be... Cardinals Browns. Oh, I'm sorry. I just had a hiccup. Cardinals Browns, 305. Sunday, October 17th is the game of... I'm calling that's the game of the week. And I think the Brownies win. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Tell you what. Bears... Bears Packers, Bears could be number one, Bears could be first place, Matt Nagy will find a way to fuck it up. Um, What else we got? Any others? Any other great games here coming up? 
Vikings, Panthers, I don't know. Um, no, moving on. Cowboys, Patriots. Hmm. I wonder what the line... I feel like the Cowboys are going to beat the brakes off them. Um, I'll tell you what. If the Cowboys are, favor- are under six points, take them. I feel like they're just going to easily destroy the Patriots. And that'll do it for the episode, and uh, thanks for joining the old SPP. Hope you enjoyed the Mark story. Hope you enjoyed uh, the NFL. Oh, pretend... What am I... What am I doing? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm doing me. Pretenders or Contenders series. Um, Let me go through this. Contenders. Baltimore Ravens. Nobody's going to want to hear it, but... Winners find a way to win. Browns. Contenders. Uh, ultimate contender. I think we can all agree the Bills are the best football team in the league right now. As of right now, the Bills are the best. And um, after that, it's a, quite a drop off. And I'll put right now. I guess you'd have to put Rams. I kind of like the Cowboys. I really like the Cowboys. I don't know what this is. I don't know what this section of the podcast is like really about. I'm making this up as I go. All right, contenders. Cowboys. Let let me go through it here. Contenders. Chargers, definitely. Browns, definitely. Cardinals, definitely. Bills, best team in football. Ravens. Rams. And I guess, well, Cowboys, obviously. But I guess you have to put the Packers there, right? (sighs) Pretenders. Oh, look, Adam's doing pretenders. Panthers, major pretenders, thought they were good. Uh, Raiders, major pretenders, thought they were good. Did I already choose Chiefs as a contender? They might be a pretender. Although I could see them, like, next week just winning and then going on crazy. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what the problem with the Chiefs might be is uh, Patrick Mahomes' little brother constantly posting weird TikToks on the sidelines. It's really, it's a morale like destroyer when you're in the NFL. You look over and this guy's TikToking, and he's the little brother of the uh, starting quarterback. Not that I don't enjoy a good TikTok. I just don't think his TikToks are very good. I don't think he's a good dancer, right? So it's like you're only doing this for because people know your name because Patrick Mahomes is so good. You are not good at dancing, and uh, I don't want you to think that you would ever, ever be famous without your brother. Moving on. Uh, one more pretender. Let's pick it out. Pretender. Do you pretend you I picked him as a contender, but after seeing uh, Kyler Murray get his shoulder bumped, I think Cardinals might be a pretender. The first time that a contender and a pretender are the same thing. Only on the SPP. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'll see you next time.
town. 